Hello, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode of More Money for Teachers. This is where professional educators who are serious about their personal finances can spend a few moments and make those moments profitable. So how do teachers create the lifestyle that they want to live today? And how do they create the pool of resources required for all their lifestyle needs in the future? And how do they do all that on a teacher's salary? Those are the questions, and this is where you'll begin to find the answers. My name is David Solis, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share this information with you today. So lean in, in, listen close, and learn today's lesson so that you can live well today and live well tomorrow. The title of today's episode is Cutting Five Acres of Grass with a Pair of Scissors. What would you think if I told you I woke up early today because I was going to go out and cut five acres of grass with a pair of scissors? Don't hold back. What would you say? If I were really serious and I really intended to do what I said I was going to do, cut five acres of grass with a pair of scissors, what would you actually say to me? Again, don't hold back. I have a pretty good idea of what you would think and what you would say. And it probably would not paint me as a sane individual. Cutting five acres of grass with a pair of scissors rather than cutting it with a riding lawnmower its not something a sane person would do. So you would be right in letting me know exactly how you felt. So blast away. <clears throat> but what if I had no concept of a lawnmower? What if you realized that I had no idea that push mowers and riding mowers actually existed? What then? Would you take the time to introduce me to this concept so that it saved me time and energy? So it made my lawn cutting more efficient? I genuinely, I genuinely believe that you would. If you came to understand that I generally had no concept of lawn mowers. And it would probably be, it would probably be I would probably be extremely grateful for the knowledge because you would have taught me how to use technology to be more productive. Now, as outlandish and crazy as the contrast contrast in this scenario seems, I want you to clearly understand that it seems just as outlandish and just as crazy to me when perfectly sane individuals come to me and ask me if I have any financial products that can get them a 1% greater rate of return than they are currently getting on their money. Why is this crazy and outlandish? I know you're asking this. And you might be adding another question. Isn't this what everyone does? Doesn't everyone seek the greatest rate of return on their money? Unfortunately, yes, is my answer. That's my short answer. Let me provide just a bit more information to help you know what I really think and what I really say. For any person that saves, let's just use an example of 10, let's make the math simple. For any person that saves $10,000 per year, a 1% increase in rate of return would yield an extra $100 per year. If you take an individual that saves $5,000 per year, a 1% increase in rate of return would yield an extra $50 per year. Now ask yourself, 
if $50 more per year or if $100 more per year is going to produce notable changes in your standard of living. If you live in Bangladesh, it certainly would. If you live in America, my position is that it wouldn't. If that fact alone is not enough to understand why chasing an extra 1% rate of return is not an efficient strategy, consider the amount of extra risk incurred just to gain that extra 1%. And the strategy might seem even more foolish. But, let's say you saved $5,000 per year and some other advisor or some other person tells you, hey, you can improve your rate of return from 5% to 10%. In other words, a 5% increase. In other words, they say, look, I can show you how to get $500 annual return on your money. And that would look really good because right now, let's say you're only earning 5%, that's $250 per year. So you'd say, wow, I double my money. Instead of $250, I gain, I gain $500. Of course it looks good on the surface, but step back and think about it. For starters, consider the wisdom and the reality of expecting a 10% rate of return each and every year from a financial product. Consider the loads, the fees, the commissions, the expenses, and the taxation. Now factor in the human emotions of fear and greed which cause people to move in and out of financial markets and in and out of financial products, just like you'd be doing in this case. Then take note of your vision. Has it cleared just a bit? Will you really get 10% rate of return each and every year? If that hasn't done it, you might want to consider the basic math in this move. The move of moving your product or your money from a place where it currently gets 5% to 10%, all so you can get $250 more per year. You would have decided to take 100% more risk because in order to go from 5% rate of return to 10% rate of return, risk will be incurred. Okay, And that's all for an increase of $250 a year, about 69 cents per day. Will this really change your life? If so, and without any condescension intended, let me be frank with you. You have greater things to be worried about than rates of return in your life right now. Now, to be clear, I actually do reserve any judgment and any comments to indicate what's bouncing around in my head when people come to me because they're chasing rates of return. This is, because, this is because I know that they're probably completely unaware of the technology that exists, which makes this line of thinking, the thinking of chasing rates of return, completely obsolete. Just as lawnmowers make cutting grass with scissors a less than optimal option. The technology which I speak of is that of understanding the fundamentals of wealth creation and the concept of wealth transfers. This technology is not common to most people who are running on the hamster wheel of being like most savers and debtors. Most savers and debtors focus so intently on interest rates and accumulation amounts that they miss all the vital information which wealth creators see clearly. So, I extend an invitation for everyone 
to learn the technology which wealth creators use daily so that they can begin to implement it and apply it in their own lives. Some decide to take action and begin using it, but unfortunately, some don't. It's like they choose to cut lawns with scissors. Consider the possibility that these people might be losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily in how they pay their mortgages, in how they pay their taxes, in how they fund their retirement accounts, in how they're saving for college expenses, and in how they make all their major purchases. They may be losing $10,000 per year in the way they do these things. And when they're shown how they're losing money, and then the opportunity cost of losing this money over a lifetime, and exactly what they can do to stop these losses and reclaim that money for themselves, some people still say, no. And they decide that $100 more per year by taking more risk is a more viable option. What would you think of these people? What would you think if someone gave you the opportunity to save $10,000 a year or $100 a year? Which would you take? Well, if we come across each other and this is you, the one that chooses $100 instead of $10,000 or, or even more, don't be surprised if I give you the side eye and know for a fact there's going to be some crazy stuff bouncing around in my head. I might even say it out loud. But in the end, I know you're on your own path. I just want you to understand That there is no magical product producing rates of return that's going to be coming to save you. You must save yourself. Gaining financial knowledge and financial wisdom would be a prudent start. It will take financial education to overcome the financial indoctrination that you've received all your life. That indoctrination is the only reason you're choosing $100 over $10,000 And it seems the right thing to do for you. Listen, if buy term and invest the difference is part of your vocabulary, you've been indoctrinated. If buy low, sell high is part of your vocabulary, you've been indoctrinated. If chasing rates of return is the number one factor in your financial plan, you've been indoctrinated. Unfortunately, these three elements are the pinnacle of what many claim as their financial education. Their top financial strategies and their go-to tactics. It's the world we live in. People are in mental cages of their own making, by design, through indoctrination. But if you want to break out of this mental cage and learn the financial technology that will get you off the hamster wheel of being just a saver or a debtor, if you want exposure to the financial technology that can convert you to become a wealth creator, please contact me at wealthandincomeforteachers at gmail.com.